0: Welcome to another episode of Built on Passion. Today, we're talking to John Chrissy from Gut Armor. John and Gut Armor are developing gut health products in the postbiotic space. We talk about the importance of gut health and how postbiotics are different from other products on the market. Hey, John. Thanks for joining me today.
1: Hey, how's it going? Um, I'm glad to be on here and I'm excited to talk about gut health and kind of the journey of how we got the company started. Awesome. Tell us about Gut Armor. Yeah, so Gut Armour, we started it around two years ago, me and my co-founder, Zach O'Shea. Um, So we were looking at the space and I was lucky enough to be exposed to, I guess we would call my gut health guru at the time, about five years ago. And he was always throwing around the the buzzword, gut health. And to me, it was just the buzzword, like gut health, I get it. Yeah. But after him kind of drilling away at me and changing my diet and my protocol and me really getting absorbed into the space, I realized that um, you know it was real. <laughs> it, it's not just the fancy buzzword. And then looking at an opportunity in the space, specifically in postbiotics, because probiotics were around and prebiotics, but there wasn't many companies in the space of postbiotics, which I'm sure we'll dive into uh, a little later on in the, the interview. But so looking at the space, there's maybe one or two other competitors. So we came up with the name Gut Armor. Um, Started marketing it back in June of 2001, so kind of right after the pandemic, which made it hard to start a supplement company because of supply chain issues. You know, getting bottles and labels and stuff was extra difficult, but we got through that and, you know, we're now almost at the two-year mark and and we've been doing well and, and had a lot of success of helping people heal from their GI issues.
0: Awesome. Well, share a little bit about you and your background.
1: I've always been to health and wellness that's been a passion of mine for the last 10 years. Before I started Gut Armor I was a operations manager for a fashion tape company which is super niche. But I'm a creative type but that allowed me to be exposed to kind of the efficiency, having an efficient mind of, you know, setting up assembling the machines and how the tapes cut and so that exposed my mind to how to run an operation efficiently and then my creative side was more marketing and branding which was really the passion. So I guess I've been in health and wellness for the last 10 years, but I, as I previously mentioned, I was exposed to a health guru. Um, and he's the one who really got me diving down the rabbit hole of gut health. And it's just like something, the more, you know, the less, the less, you know, it's just never ending. Um, which just, I found super fascinating. And, uh, yeah, here I am about five years into the gut health, uh, um, play here. And I don't, I don't consider myself a guru because I'm still learning every day. But um, yeah, I, I love it. It's my passion. I love helping people heal too, because there's a lot of misinformation out there. And sometimes Western medicine doesn't diagnose a lot of these gut issues correctly.
0: So what made you decide to get started with gut armor?
1: Uh, I would say a, a leap of faith and uh, also just being kind of burnt out from my, my past job of being a, you know, an operation manager for five years and just the mundane of doing the same thing day in and day out and like I said I, I was exposed to gut health by through my gut health guru and the opportunity was there and it was tough leaving a job you know security nine to five you know guaranteed paycheck to do something that is risky and there is no guarantees that it'll be a success um, but the time was right I, I was at the right age i I didn't have a girlfriend or a wife at the time or kids. So I said, you know, now or never. So I did it, took the leap and haven't looked back. Awesome. I love it.
0: Well, let's get into a little bit more about gut armor. What differentiates gut armor from other gut health products?
1: So kind of briefly touched on it, that gut armor is a postbiotic. So in the space, you have prebiotics and probiotics and the best way I try to explain all of this because everyone's like, oh, there's a pre, there's a pro, there's a post. So prebiotics feed your probiotics and the probiotics produce postbiotics. Um, So when you're eating the right foods, fiber rich foods, those foods are feeding your gut bacteria, which are then producing metabolites, which like butyrate, which is in our compound um, that do so many crucial things um, to your body as far as regulating inflammation, helping with insulin sensitivity, autoimmune disease, irregularity, so many different um, gut issues that these uh, metabolites that our gut bacteria produce when they're fed the right foods have a drastic impact on our overall health. So that's what our product is. And then another thing that kind of differentiates us from most other products is we have vitamin D3 in our compound. And we didn't just throw vitamin D3 in there just because it was like trending because of COVID and They actually work very symbiotic together. Um, The vitamin D3 helps with the absorption of butyrate in your lower gut. And then um, the butyrate actually increases vitamin D receptors. So picture these things as sort of like charging pods. Um, Not many people know that vitamin D is actually a hormone, not a vitamin. So it needs to be activated. So butyrate um, increases the vitamin D receptors, which then activate the vitamin D. And giving you more bioavailable and active amounts of vitamin D throughout your body. So that's kind of the science behind it. I don't want to get too sciencey on you, but that's really why we came up with the compound. And, and right now we are the only butyrate and vitamin D3 supplement in the States.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I um I went on your website
1: earlier and
0: um, that was like the first thing I noticed as I saw the, the vitamin D3 and I was like, well, this is definitely different than a lot of other gut health supplements that I've seen on the market. But let's kind of dive in a little bit more about like the pre-pro post-biotics. So if someone's taking your product, should they also be taking a prebiotic or how does that work?
1: I like to always say, you know, get your prebiotics and probiotics through whole foods, right? Your prebiotics being fiber-rich foods, leafy greens, vegetables, resistant starches. Um, And then probiotic foods being fermented foods like kimchi, bok choy, sauerkraut, kefir, and and ghee, you know, that's kind of my rule of thumb is get it naturally because it's the most bioavailable form. But if you can't, and there's some reasons why, like, you know, people with IBS can't eat a lot of fiber-rich foods because it actually makes their symptoms worse, then I always think supplementation is necessary at that point, but... You know, eating the right foods and taking a postbiotic definitely enhances the effects. And I, I, you know, get to a lot of people saying, well, if I eat the right foods, then why do I need a postbiotic? Because healing your gut takes a long extended amount of time. By taking a postbiotic butyrate supplement, that's going to increase your healing time and um, drastically cut down the time it takes to heal your gut. So I always like to say pair the postbiotic with a whole foods, fiber-rich and fermented foods diet.
0: Awesome. Does the type of fiber have a big impact there? Like, I mean, if you're eating like say, you know, fiber one cereal versus, you know, beans or something like that, does that play an important role as well?
1: Uh, It should be a good mix of insoluble and soluble fiber. I say, you know, get as much fiber as you can because the average person, specifically Americans are getting less than 10 grams of fiber a day where you should be as a male upwards of 40 grams female, 30 grams of fiber per day. And that's why we see a lot of people with gastrointestinal issues because we are so fiber deficient. And then downstream, right, because we're not eating fiber, our gut bacteria are getting fed the right foods, and they're not able to produce the right metabolites and postbiotics, which then, you know, help heal the gut and also prevent a lot of gut issues before they happen. Absolutely. I know there's a lot. Of talk in the industry
0: of about gut health, you know, basically being the root of a lot of the issues. What are you typically seeing people have improvements in after they take your product?
1: So there is, because the, yeah, there's a wide range of benefits of the product because there's so many different gut health issues. Off the top, I would say bloating and irregularity are probably the top two things that, that butyrate helps heal, at least for our customer base. And uh, more with females um, than men. I just think as men, we think we have iron guts and we don't, we don't real we normalize like our, our bloat. We don't bloat, you know. So the females, I think they're more body conscious. So I think those are, have been our early adopters, but we've helped people heal from autoimmune diseases, um, acne, eczema, all the way from leaky gut to chromes. So there is a wide range and a lot of study and research out there on butyrate and the positive effects. They're actually doing some, some new studies now um, with butyrate and cognitive decline, specifically on dementia and Alzheimer's, and seeing some really positive results there that I'll, I'll dive into the science. But basically, butyrate stimulates immune cells in the bloodstream, which then travel up the vagus nerve, which is the main nerve that connects the gut and the brain. And those immune cells then pass the blood brain barrier, and then um, stimulate immune cells in the brain, which start repairing uh, scar tissue. Um, So they've seen some results um, of actually helping reverse dementia and and Alzheimer's. So that's a a very interesting, uh, the science is very new there, but uh, to see where it's going is, is very, very, very open. And I'm interested to see, you know, what happens with it.
0: Awesome. And you kind of mentioned that the butyrate um, helps with the absorption of the vitamin D. Does the vitamin D also play a role in gut health?
1: Yeah, vitamin D um, has been shown to increase the diversity of your um, gut bacteria, which is very important. You know, we have trillions of gut bacteria in our microbiome. And to try that on for size, if you took them all out, it would be the size of a basketball and weigh around three pounds. So a lot of people don't realize, like. Our body is really a host, right? And we host these microorganisms that actually k- keep us alive. And um, what we eat either keeps them alive or kills them off. A lot of inflammatory foods, processed foods, seed oils, causes inflammation in your gut lining. And this is where your gut bacteria live. And it's sort of like, I, don't, I forgot the name of the, that train crash recently that dumped all those toxins into the soil in Ohio. But that's what kind of what inflammation does is it makes the environment for your gut bacteria very toxic and hard to live. So it kills off the diversity of your gut bacteria. And that's where a lot of the issues come into play. Inflammation is the onset of most diseases. So as your gut bacteria aren't able to produce the right metabolites to keep the inflammation at bay, the inflammation then starts to run rapid, uh, rampant and then turns from like a small brush fire into a wildfire and then all systems go away because your immune system gets confused and starts attacking healthy cells, and it 's a, a whole cascading of effects at that point yeah, that definitely uh, seems like it all plays together pretty well, which kind of brings me to
0: you know the uniqueness of your product and also what does the process look like for developing something like this what, what's like the the product development process?
1: yeah, so I will say i'm more of the branding and creative side, but we did partner with a organic chemist. Who was producing butyrate products as long as, as far back as twenty years ago, starting with livestock and thoroughbred horses? You think I don't know if you're too familiar with horses, but they have very sensitive stomachs, um, and a lot of these people are investing lots of money in these these thoroughbred racehorses. So they started using butyrate on on them and seeing positive results, and then you know eventually they said, "Wow, if it works so well on animals, we did human." Tr- Let's try some human trials and saw a lot of success there. And that's why kind of beta rate supplementation came into the human field. But as far as like product and development, it's more on our organic chemists who, who came up with the uh, special sauce. Um, and then I just do my branding and creative side and, and try to speak as best about it as I can. But he's really the, the science behind it. Awesome.
0: So I guess kind of going from there, what would you say has been like the hardest part of starting a business like this?
1: Oh man, so many things. I you you go into it with <laughs> blinders on, right? Yeah, I guess you you don't know what you don't know until you know it. But just finding out how competitive the supplement space is and e-commerce going against these these bigger companies, um, I won't name them, but you know, with much larger budgets and and backed by VC capital, so trying to on PPC campaigns like trying to even stay in the game with the bids. Uh, was really difficult. So to start from a a baby to trying to grow and compete with these people probably was one of the hardest challenges. And um, then really was after that was kind of trying to find the product fit because butyrate has so many benefits and can help heal a a variety of different gut issues. It's like, all right, you know, I think we were spreading ourselves too thin at first with our messaging and offers and then just kind of really honing in and finding out who is our target Demographic and customer, and like I said before, bloating and irregularity is like kind of honing in on the, that messaging there really helped um, kind of get us some initial traction.
0: What has been kind of the most successful avenue for advertising for you so far?
1: So far, it's been actually Amazon PPC. I think just Amazon is just the beast in itself. You know, people, people who are there are ready to shop and buy. So they're really... The ads that would be typically top of funnel on most other platforms, like brand awareness type things, are, are kind of middle funnel there, where you know if someone sees it, they, they might buy after one click. Versus, you know, Meta, TikTok, those are very top of the funnel brand awareness that you're going to have to hit these people with, you know, five retargeting ads uh, before they even you know go to the checkout. So yeah, I would say Amazon PPC has been our most effective and efficient. Um, way of of marketing so far. So I noticed that you you have obviously your website
0: and you have Amazon where you sell. Um, What does that mix look like? And is it kind of easier to
1: grow on Amazon versus on your own website? And what does that look like? Right now for us, it's around 60, 40, but I would say for other entrepreneurs that are getting started with low hanging fruit is, is Amazon just because the customers are built in. It's a well-established marketplace Um, You typically have a much higher conversion right there just because Amazon's a genius at making a very easy couple clicks and your your purchase, you're checked out, credit card's already on file. But eventually, you do want to start owning your customer, right? Because Amazon obviously doesn't share a lot of that customer data. You can't remarket to them. So I don't know the end goal for most entrepreneurs, but if you are looking to be acquired, I know a lot of these, these bigger VC companies are... Looking for brands that have more um, sales on Shopify versus Amazon. So I would say start with Amazon, build it out there, get traction, and then start slowly trying to build up your Shopify store. Are you seeing
0: like ways to kind of
1: make those two flow together?
0: Like maybe Amazon is a first purchase and then finding a way to drive your second purchase to the website?
1: Or are they kind of like two siloed sets of customers? Amazon does a, d- a good job at siloing their their customer sets because you can't really market to them or, or pull them off. I would say some strategies that you could do is offer, have a maybe a little bit of a cheaper offer on your website. It's hard to compete with people who are Prime members because they're getting free shipping and, and like I said, use of checkout and all, all that stuff. But if you can come up with a good offer on your website, and maybe that'd be a subscribe and save type of offer to try to funnel them over. But yeah, it it is difficult, and it's a it's a, a gift and a curse. Amazon <laughs> is, but it can be done. It, it's just you got to find that right offer and, and figure out a way to to pull those customers over without running into any compliance issues with Amazon because they uh, they'll send you a three a.m. Uh, email saying your <laughs> your product's been taken off and and not give you much <laughs> reasoning of why. Uh, we had to go through that, which was like two weeks of. You know, our main platform of sales being out, it, it was a rough time dealing with customer service and getting nowhere with it. Um, but
0: yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, that, that's a big issue with being dependent on, you know, a platform that you don't own um, and have almost no control over. You know, it's kind of like if your Facebook account gets shut down um, for no reason and, and stuff like that, it really like has a pretty drastic
1: effect, especially in e-commerce. Definitely. And I would say, and I forgot to add that there is a lot of these secondary marketplaces that are coming out, much smaller than Amazon, obviously, you know, Walmart, um, Kroger, Bulk. So, as an e commerce brand, um, you know, if you can, try to get on as many uh, of these marketplaces as possible, depending on your your broadband, your reach, and if you're able to do it. But yeah, the more exposure you can get on these marketplaces, the better. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: The more places someone can find your product, the more places someone can find your product. That's just, yeah. uh,
1: how it works Uh,
0: especially now with other big brands kind of trying to take a chunk of Amazon's um, market share there's a lot of actually some pretty good opportunities like you mentioned with Walmart uh, and some of these other platforms yeah definitely cool well before we wrap things up I just wanted to give you one more chance to plug the company tell everyone how to find you and all that
1: got it Yep. So the company is called Gut Armor and we've talked about it's a postbiotic. It's a butyrate and vitamin D3 supplement helps with anything from irregularity, bloating to leaky gut. Um, Right now we are running a 20% off offer for your first purchase. So if you go to getgutarmor.com and click on the deal, you'll get 20% off your first product. And if you want to connect with me, my IG is John Chrissy, J-O-H-N-C-R-I-S-S-Y. I'm always posting about gut health. Um, If you guys need anything, feel free to message me. I'd love to help lend a healing hand. Awesome. Love it. Well, thanks, John. It was great
0: talking to you today. Yep. Have a great one. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Built on Passion Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you are still listening right now, you need to leave a review. Like seriously, if you are committed enough to listen to the outro, then you must be a fan and we would love to hear your thoughts. Be sure to share this episode with a friend who's thinking about starting a passion project business. And as always, tune in next week for another episode.